Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. Hey guys, welcome to episode 60 of The Roundtable. We have two special guests today, and I am super excited about it. What even started good? Did you see Mitchell right when it started? What did he do? He looks over at Ashley and goes... <laughs> Did he that, really? Yes, yeah, that's, that's so what I'm cute. saying. The charmer himself. Yes, yeah. yeah. Look at him. I'm so, Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church. Uh, Mike Hill, lead pastor, and we have our special guests yes. with us this week. So if you guys want to introduce yourself, Mitchell and Ashley, tell us, maybe introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about you guys. I am Mitchell Gerber. I'm in college for electrical engineering technology. Oh, wow. And. Why did you um, say a oh, wow? That's intense. <laughs> Electrical yeah. engineering technology. Yeah, I just heard engin- engineering. Oh. <laughs> Engin- <laughs> yeah. So if you're an engineer, you're a brain. I think right? so. Is that what it means? Like you're I a brain? I feel like it. His homework is so confusing. Yeah. Like every time he shows it to me, I'm like, okay, what in the world are you that's doing? A lot of thinking, yes. Yeah. But the technology is more hands-on. So. Mm. But that's what you've always been interested in is engineering? Or did you just go down through and say, which one pays the most? Oh, I know. that one. I'll no, take that one. I I've always liked engineering. Really? I like, I like puzzles and thinking and stuff like that. So. so you could make it on Survivor. Oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. yes. Yeah. You'd be the, you'd be the <laughs> puzzle guy. I'd probably get guy. a parasite, but I'd make it. <laughs> You've already done with yes. that, so you'd be good. Yeah, once you yeah. have the parasite, you're not yeah. going to get it again, are you? No, but I can get other ones. No. But I you've you're prepared yourself. To. Yeah, once you get your gut all seasoned up, that's yeah. why the hills never get them. You don't wash your Have hands. You no, I've never got it. Everybody that's coming to work for us tends to get it, but I don't know. Do you think so you're just like immune just from being there so much or what? Uh, I've always said this, you know, if you don't wash your hands and you just, <laughs> you know, you build up this immunity okay, to that, germs yeah, that yeah. you don't worry. All these people that are clean freaks get sick all the time. That's very true. Yeah. That's true. I yeah, kept telling Mitchell, I'm like, okay, please wash your hands. Every time we would come like over right after work, I was like, oh my I gosh, did. your hands. Like he, they just smelled so bad. And you're probably afraid to get the parasite too, huh? Yeah. Well, we well tell that was before you yeah. got the parasite. Oh. They just smelled like poop. I, was I like, did wash <laughs> them. I washed them a lot. I know. Yeah. You would wash them like eight times when you came over. I'm like, okay. Which Still is smells, funny. But at least they're clean. Because we tell everybody like, okay, if you're going to break babies, uh-huh. you know, because you stick your finger in their mouth and you get them to drink and then okay. you teach them to drink out of a bucket. We tell everybody this, like none of us have ever got it, but everybody else tends to have something with it. So wash your hands. So That's I wash them, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Apparently didn't do much. For oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe some people are just more open to susceptible. Getting, a, getting a parasite. Maybe. But anyways, you've always wanted to be an engineer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how far along are you in school? I'll be, I'm a sophomore. After next semester, I'll be a junior though. Oh, I started wow. half sem- or a semester early, graduated early. Oh, okay. Early. So you're wow. ahead of the game. Yeah. We'll yeah. Bet. Okay. And which, one, and which one of you guys are going to announce the big news? Mm, yeah. You right? go for it. We got a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. (laughs) Uh, We are engaged. Yes, I want to know the story. Like, wait before the story. When? How have you set a date? Yeah, we actually like last. Was it last week or something? Really? When is it? June tenth. June tenth. Oh, so like a year from now? Yeah. Okay. So you will still be in school. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be, like, carrying the load. Yep. Yeah, carry on my back. Wow. <laughs> you got it. Wow. You got it. Right here. 
<laughs> and you don't think you'll have a problem with that being married and going to school? Like, on a financial aspect? No, just from like, no, a balance aspect. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to suck, but... <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, I want to get married. It's going to be difficult. How would sure. it be different than like what they're doing now besides living together? Well, I'm just going by what Sherry said, because when Sherry and I are like planning. So as soon as I graduated college, mm-hmm. we got married that summer, but she still had a whole nother year of school. Left. And that made it hard and for her. She was like, it was the worst year of school she ever had. You're because really it was putting like, us on a positive I know. track. <laughs> I just this said what she said. She was like, it was the worst year just oh. because you want to do all this, these things together. I mean, oh. you're, you're together all the time. You're married. You, nobody wants to come home and do homework. But That's true. Maybe yeah. that's different. Yeah. I got a lot of homework. Yeah. I do like six hours. Wow. Straight. Six hours of homework? Yeah. Oh, that's puke. a lot. That's terrible. That is terrible. That's why the dog's great for me because he comes over and I just play with the dog. Mm hmm. Yeah. Where's the dog stay? Mitchell's. My house. All the time? Most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes they'll come over, but. Well, you bring them over when you come over usually. So have you guys decided where you're living or any of that stuff yet? Yeah, so that's all starting to fall into place. Yeah. Wow. um, Where I work, the owner, she has an apartment right above it and it's like in Huntington, Mm -hmm. like in. Like yep. the downtown area of it. Um, and so we got to look at it and it's so cute. Those so, are so cute down yeah. there. The downtown apartments. My mom had one like yeah. right around that area. Actually, it might be the same one. How do you know? She didn't even tell you. Because the area. I know where she works. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. But um, that's amazing because you just got that job and like, yeah. I don't know. It's just literally everything is falling into place because yeah. it's like meant to be. Yeah. Oh, I got goosebumps. That's so good. <laughs> it is because she just got that job and it, you yeah. were just like, you just redid that room, mm-hmm. you know, and it just all worked out. Yeah. So you're going to be in the apartment. Like we have, they told us too that they weren't renting it out to anybody else because um, they weren't planning on renting it anymore at all. Um, oh, they wow. only had two people living there, and the last person, like, well, two people that have ever rented it, and mm-hmm. the last person that was living there literally just moved out, and she had been there for eight years. So we're oh, like, wow. wow, what are the odds? Type wow. thing. So yeah, okay. it's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Ashley, tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll go into you guys together. Um, okay, so Ashley is my name. Dorset. <laughs> um, Dorset. Yeah, don't yes. forget Soon your last to be name. not, though. Soon to be, yes. Um, and... You're a massage therapist. Yes, I'm a massage therapist. <laughs> yes, you are. What else is about me? Have you always wanted to be a massage therapist? No. So what no. happened? How did you um, get into that? Well, so I did go to college for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't like it at all. I feel and you. Amen. Yeah, I know. Us too. Not for me. No. Which I always thought it would be, but no. And so then I was like, okay, crap, what am I going to do? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to just like waste money going to school if I don't know what I want to do. And then we had this, like, flyer thing up on our refrigerator from, like, over the summer. Was it over the summer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mom had gotten it for Peyton because she was like, oh, oh, she's going for PT, so she could probably just do this over the summer. That's cool. Because um, it's a four-month program. And then Peyton had no interest in it, but it just sat on our fridge forever. And every time I'd walk in the kitchen, I'm like, oh, maybe this is something I could try. And then went to school. And, like, worked in hospitality at Woodhouse, like, while I was at school. Mm-hmm. And then ended up switching to the therapist side of it once I got done with school. 
and then end up doing my own thing. So yeah, yeah. and that's, that's super cool. cool. I mean, you have your own business. That's impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. How did I you come really up with the name? Um, so that's the thing. Love me a good pun. But, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, but I base it off of um, in First Corinthians, First Corinthians twelve because it's like. For we are the body of Christ, and each mm. one of you is a part of it. So it was, like, <gasps> perfect for me because I never knew, like, what I wanted to do. But mm-hmm. I knew, like, because it goes on to talk about your special gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, with massage, I never would have thought, like, oh, this could be something that I can use with my gifts. And so, yeah, it just worked out perfect. So, yeah. Dude. I never thought I'd be able to, like, use my gifts for in that type of way. So, Yeah. Yeah. And how That's long awesome. have you been doing it? Um, so I, in I forget August, how long you've been out of school or out of your training. Um, I started school January 2021 and then started doing it um I'm trying to think, April would have been 2021. And then so it's been over a year, but I've been doing it almost a year, like on my own now. So. Yeah, when you left Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's let's talk about, and we'll get more about you guys as we do this, but one of the ongoing themes that we've had over the last few podcasts mm-hmm. is this whole idea of how should young people date, date to marry, what does that look like? And so maybe you guys can explain your relationship or yeah. like when so you excited. met <laughs> and how it went and did you guys date other people? And if you did... <laughs> Seriously, I'm so excited because no, I'm like looking to you guys for help, like inspiration. Oh, wait, I'm serious. Wait, what? I'm, serious. I'm like looking. They have like a really good relationship that should be like that's how it should be. So okay. I'm looking to them for like inspiration. inspiration. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that but that's models. been the theme we've been talking about. How should it be for young people to date? Mm-hmm. How do they not make mistakes? What do they look? You know, what should they do? So maybe tell us a little bit about you guys' relationship, and then if you could give your advice to young people, what would your advice be? Take it away, Mitchell. <laughs> you um, go first. Is Mitchell so, more the talker? No. No, I was oh, going to no. say. Oh, no, I literally talk all the time. That's why I was surprised. Yeah. I thought I you were just yeah. going to jump right in. and. Yeah. I lost my voice recently, and I'm like, oh, crap. I don't realize how much I talk. Like, <laughs> yeah. I literally couldn't talk. So peace and quiet for Mitchell for a little bit. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, um, you can start with, like, when I want to know when you first, first met. started, yeah. First started, uh, both I was parts, a freshman in mm-hmm. high school, and um, I had a reputation. I was a little yeah. bit of a player as a freshman. I know no, that's middle wild. School, middle school, middle and school, freshman. middle school, really player oh, yeah. boy. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comes back from Guatemala, and he's like the hot commodity. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, you know. Did you get your growth spurt then? I got a growth he's spurt in like growth. sixth grade. Oh, really? Yeah, I grew like 10 oh, wow. inches in sixth grade year. Wow. I, yeah. He was the monster. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There's always one. So you were, so you had dated yeah, kind of. Not in so at that time it was like serious dating, but looking back, it was not a Middle real relationship dating. at all. Yeah. Okay, not a real relationship. Um, but Ashley had never dated never, anybody but Mitchell. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Never even. Yeah. So she. You guys are in the. Are you this in the same grade? <laughs> no. No. She's older. 
Really? Yeah, I'm into cougars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a year older than you. Yeah. Literally six months. Yeah. He loves saying six. that, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've he, heard it so many yeah, times. Yeah, I bet. Like the into cougars. Older six women. months. Yeah. Shut up. So did you guys go to CrossFit together? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I heard of him, but I was yeah. like, don't want anything to do with him. You really? Didn't want anything to do yeah. with the player? No, even fresh. No, that's a part of it too. So whenever um, Mitchell first started, because I don't. How did you even like hear of me? Like when well, you were you a freshman. Well, you went to church here. You were a cheerleader. I knew yeah. of you. I knew of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, Started out with a Snapchat. Ooh, <laughs> did it really? Snapchat. Yeah. Now yeah. looking back. Yeah, he Snapchatted me since August. So it would have been your freshman year, my sophomore year. From August, like the beginning of the school year, till December, every single day. Really? From that I whole got time. Left on red, like every, every single, single day. Because <laughs> I had already heard of like how he was. I was like, I don't want anything to do with that. Wait, you you messaged her every day yes. or sent a the picture or something? Mm-hmm. That's what got me. Wow. Wait, wait. wait. After yeah. being a player and then answer? going to that? No. There would there's only like a couple times I ever even answered, and then he would respond, and then I would respond back, and then he wouldn't respond. And I'm like, I'm not playing these games. Yeah. Like what? Wow. So, so that's how it works. Confusing. So talking, that's what he was that trying That wasn't to even get. talking. He was trying to talk. He was trying to talk. Yeah, he was trying to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you stuck that out, that's so sweet. Well, wait a second. Yeah. Were you like, did you have somebody on the side and you were trying to get her during this well, let's time? not hash this up. No, I'm just kind of curious. No, like, no. Or are you just really that patient of a guy? Because you've seen guys like play two people. Yes. Oh, right? yeah. That's not trying to put Mitchell out there right. or anything. No, but I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. I was patient. Okay. Yeah. So wow. for an entire year, you snubbed him. No, not a year. It was from Half August till December. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Half on New a Year's, year. New Year's Eve, I ha- so Grace Diamond, you probably mm-hmm. you know yeah. Grace. Mm-hmm. So she had a class with Mitchell, and they would always talk to each other. And Grace had a class with me, and I was friends with Grace. Uh-huh. And she would always tell me Mitchell was talking about me. I'm like, this kid doesn't even know me. Like, he's texting me, yeah. but I'm not answering. <laughs> so I don't know what he knows. Um, and then... She was at my house New Year's Eve of that same year. Yeah. And she was like, just give it a chance. I'm like, Grace, I know who this kid is. I've heard Ooh. of him. Like, no. And <laughs> so then I finally agreed to it. And then from January 1st till it was like spring break, wasn't it? That fall, that next. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like we, like. Actually started getting to know each other, and then I friend-zoned him three different times. Then you what? She you, friend-zoned me. What? You friend-zoned him Multiple three times? times. Yeah, because I never talked or dated to anybody That's else. That's true. So I was like, it was all new That's to me. That's true, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know, but why friend-zoning, even if it's new? <laughs> Nerves? I don't know. Were you nervous? Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah, I was just like, I don't know. Because did you really, really like him, so you were nervous? Well, I knew I liked him, but like once, so then after the third time I friend zoned him, then he started dating somebody else. And then when I saw that, then I was like, oh crap, I do like him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then I was like, you know, yes. I was like, dang it. You see him with somebody late. else. Yeah. yeah. And then literally not even a month later, he broke up with her because I, and well, I don't, I didn't tell you because I liked you. Because you came you. back yeah. and said. I didn't tell him because I was. Told me, but she, you I knew. didn't tell him because I didn't want to like get in between it at yeah. all. Like not my place. And it was also like, I already friend zoned him three times. So I mean, yeah. my own fault. But 
then I think he kind of picked up the hint, and then he literally was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for you. <laughs> so what did get to know you mean or look like? So get to know you meaning you guys hung out, get to know you like you talked, or you just kept Snapchatting each other? No, like we... All of the above. Yeah, we started hanging out and yeah. stuff too. Yeah. But then I didn't, we didn't even start dating till like how much longer later? It was a while later. June? I don't, don't yeah, know how something much longer like, that is. Yeah, it would have been June. Dating, so, meaning like you actually like went out to yeah. eat or something. Out at uh, Incredibles 2, super romantic. Yes. Aww. <laughs> what? We were with your family, too. With my family. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's good, though. Girlfriend. That's like courting. Does that still happen? Like you ask her to be your girlfriend? I did, yeah. Yeah. You're supposed Is to do like that. Is that like not normal anymore? Well, He's hung up on this. It's talking. Dating. What are you and talking about? I'm hung up on it. <laughs> yes, we've talked about this. I feel huh? like I heard that in like the last podcast. Yes, thank you. I don't know what that. I'm hung up. What are you talking about? Because I'm hung you up don't on. understand the fact of talking. It's a friendly. It's like getting to it's know like flirting. Somebody. Yeah, flirty, friendly. Yeah, you can't just know. jump into dating. Like you know they like you, but like. You're not like dating. Yet. Yeah, official. Yeah, way big difference. Oh, it yeah, is. It huge, really is. Like though. a huge difference. Yeah, like you. Now it's official because somebody said, will you be my yeah. girlfriend? I mean, it's just like asking somebody's dad if you can marry them. Just like that. Official. Did you ask his, her dad? <gasps> did you? Mm-hmm. How did that go? <sighs> Good. <laughs> he was expecting. Yeah, it worked out. Uh, it worked out. I mean, I think he kind of, they're kind of expecting. I, think, that's, yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's a little bit different than asking the dad. You think so? Yeah. Why well, just thinking like this whole thing? So you're going along, you guys are talking, and then it's just official because somebody says, be my girlfriend. Like yeah. that was just something to I switch. Mean, you also have to remember this is how we grew up seeing it. Like we didn't know what it was before. No, I know, but does that like make you when you say that finally, does that just make you exclusive and like before you weren't exclusive or Yeah. Oh no, we were exclusive before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh like, yeah. See? If you this weren't, we wouldn't be together. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like well, if they yeah. were ex- I feel like most people in the talking stage they aren't have, exclusive. Are not exclusive yeah. at all. Yeah, that would be my point. So yeah. that that's is my okay. Then why do you even call it anything other than flirting? Well, I guess you could. Because but it's that's talking. all it is. You're just a big flirty. You go around and you're but you flirt with everybody. You could flirt at the grocery store. I mean, like, no. this is talking. Okay, yeah, huge difference. It stupid. is. There is. There is. Stupid. No, no it's, it's not, not stupid. Yeah, but then once you're like, it's like, hey, we're going to date, that's like, yeah, we're together until mm-hmm. we choose not to be together. Yeah. You know, and all the yeah. rest of the time, we're just going to flirt with 100 people. But that's like, I guess, in its own category. Then that's because that's when we didn't do that. I don't know. When I talk to people, I'm not. I'm not talking to like five thousand other just people. Depends on the person, I guess. Yeah, mm. it does definitely. Guys are more likely to do that. Do what? To when you're talking, talk to multiple women. I just can't focus. Like I can only handle one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people do like polygamous miss marriages. I just don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's a guy thing, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, a guy thing I don't is know, to talk about. There's a lot of girls now. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, we I think it's unicorns. all getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah, I think it's all like out of control. It is. Definitely. Yeah, so that, yeah. so anyway, so you guys start your, because Mitchell asked you out. Yeah. Do, yep. you, do you remember your first date? <clears throat> yep. Do you oh, really? It was before we were 
I don't know. It was before like we were dating. Oh, talking. we were in the talking stage. But <laughs> here we are again. But, uh, it, was, it was during the talking stage. Yeah, yeah. But, You're trying it out, you know? But, yes. Like, okay. Yes. It's it so was, funny to think back to because um, you literally. So I didn't have my license yet. I was still. Because yeah, uh, you were the had, cougar. Like, she got <laughs> yes. the license and she. Yeah. Um, she followed the rules. You can't drive anyone. <gasps> mm. so my here. parents hadn't. Yeah. You broke the rules? No, no she, she didn't. didn't. No, so but we then my parents got... said I could, even though it was too late. <gasps> wow. So I technically did, yeah. but... But with so their permission. We got dropped yeah. off at the movie theater. Yes. Star Wars. Oh, Did you love it, Ashley? No, no I she still hate, don't I love Star Wars. I do, too. Love Star Wars. Uh, right. Um... Not my favorite. Then we went to walked over to Applebee's because right across the street. That just makes sense. And, uh, we walked. Got picked up from Applebee's. I've done and that before. only ordered French fries, which I'm like looking back now. You do not just eat French fries. You don't even like French fries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say yeah. he doesn't eat French fries. No. no. Uh, yeah. Why did you order for the French fries? Well, easy I, to eat. Yeah. Broke boy. You know, too. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Applebee's is expensive. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. Just pay for a movie too. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, so that because we have both of you on today, we want to make sure we stay in time. So let's yeah. let's let's I look. I have at, to get Delaney uh, <laughs> to take her to work. You got to get Delaney like, at what time? She has to be there by three. So we'll oh, we'll be fine. Oh, we're, yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so let's look at the section between when you first started dating till now, right? So now you're engaged, okay. moving on with life. Some of the greatest. Uh, challenges that you guys had, some of the greatest obstacles that you guys had. Again, you know, so your you guys' advice obviously would be kind of go through the courting stage or go through the talking, whatever that <laughs> stupid stage is. But, no. but anyway, through all of it, we're trying to help people figure out what does it look like to date well? What does it look like to build a relationship? So what were some of the things that you guys did well. Maybe what were some of your mistakes mm -hmm. people could learn from? Yeah. Do you want me to start? The stare down. Yeah, um, you have to have the woman start. Good job, Mitchell. Because if you say something and it's wrong, <laughs> you're in you trouble. Learned. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Off um, to a great start. marriage. <laughs> I think it's smart. Yeah. Um, I would say something that we did well, but sometimes we didn't do well, too, was like just continuously putting effort in like because mm. it's easy to start just kind of like drifting off like yeah just getting comfortable and so like I would say like just yesterday even Mitchell came and surprised me at work once I got off with being Kate cheese dog oh. like just little things like that like still putting in the effort um I feel like that really helps too because it's like just makes you yeah. remember when you first started dating and mm -hmm. stuff too. Um, but then to keep up the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, consistent effort. Um, but like there's been times too, like when we start slacking and we're like have to have a conversation, like, okay, this is what we can do better. This is what we've not been doing the best at. Um, and just kind of going from there. So communication, definitely that's what I hear. Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah. Are you guys good communicators? I hate it. You, you hate, hate communicating? I hate talking. So when you really? guys first got together, did you not talk very much just, at all? No. So you just kept talking or what? No, like we like, talked. I, yeah, but like if it was like a serious conversation, uh -huh. I wouldn't okay. say my mind. Did you ever have any of the awkward yeah. dates where you're like, I know, I want to know that you too. didn't carry in on 
like any of the conversation. We always had plenty to talk about, I feel like. She can talk for hours. So. <laughs> this is perfect with my job. I can literally talk so to yeah, I can just strangers. sit there and just... You don't have to say anything. She just keeps conversation going. Yeah. yeah. So you never had one awkward date, never? Nothing I can think of. And even, like, if it was silent, it was just kind of like... Just vibing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it was? Just vibing. Like it wasn't uncomfortable. I don't yeah. like. I feel like we've always been pretty comfortable around each other. Yeah. Aw, good. That's Mitchell, so any challenges or even anything or any recommendations? Yeah. Like both of them. Mm. Uh, challenges would be uh, no one really had a serious relationship, so right. there was like, mm-hmm. you know, we were the only ones, so we were kind of. Feel like we couldn't really look at anyone and mm-hmm. be like, "This is what we should be doing." We just kind of had to figure it out. I mean, we could like look at our parents and stuff, mm-hmm. but there was no one our age. I was doing yeah, that. like yeah. at school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and advice because that's an uncommon thing. Like it's an uncommon yeah. thing for people to be dating long term in high school, yeah. which was well, weird. Like we didn't really realize it till later on, and like even Delaney. Like recently was telling us because we hung out like every single day, even in high school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Nobody does that. You guys are weird." I'm like, "How do people do it?" Like, it's yeah. not, it wasn't just us. She was like, "No, think back to high school. Who did you know that hung out like every day, like you guys did?" And well, then that, I did that. Um, she's gonna be a junior this year. She's oh, wow. She just turned sixteen. Yeah, so just think it. She'd be meeting her husband right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird to think about. Yeah. I mean, if you think of it in those terms, I mean, that Mm -hmm. she would be like meeting her future husband right now. Yeah, that's so weird. Is she dating? Isaac Wilson. (gasps) What? Is she really? Give him a shout out. (laughs) He's so so cute. cute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have they been dating long? Oh, crap. How long? It's not been super, super long. Six months. Six months? Six months. dad comes out of the production room. He knows. That's amazing. (laughs) Hey, maybe she already did meet her husband. Maybe. I feel like she has a good, like, to look up to them in their relationship. Like she's got the the example. Yeah, because you said that you guys didn't have one, but she does. To watch you guys. Be a gentleman. Goes a long way. Yeah. Open be a doors. gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one, I feel like All it's not things. common anymore. To no, be a gentleman. No. no. I mean, like, there was, I was watching a video and it was like whether or not a guy should pay on the yes, date. Yes, I've seen yes. that. Or like, something that similar. That was a commercial at the movies that we went to. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and what world does, you know, yeah, in what world would a guy not yeah. pay? Or There's a lot of dates that I've like, been on. Do what? <laughs> We've already had that discussion, I know. I know oh, that was about something else, but we cannot go yeah, over it again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, and then... He leaned over to me, he's like, is that even a question? Because, like, I the know. waiter was the one asking if the checks were separate together. And I was like, high five, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, she did do high five. Uh, and I think um, keeping it, doing different things, not getting in a routine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So not yeah. just, you know, doing the same thing all the time, switching stuff up. And yeah. So are you, or is one of you more spontaneous than the other? Depends. Yeah, it depends on what it is, I feel like. If I'm tired, I just want to, like, lay down. But Yeah. yeah. If, I feel like I have more energy most of the time. Introverts or extroverts? Which one are you guys? Extrovert. Yeah, extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, like, if you look at them, you would think the complete opposite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. You would not look at these two and say, oh, that would be the introvert? 
No, I thought you said intro extrovert. She's an extrovert. Yeah, introvert. I would not think of her as an extrovert. You wouldn't? Not until you get to know her. Well, that's true, I, mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. in school, she would have her books and just... <laughs> yeah, really? that's what I mean. Yeah. The funniest, you just shy, listen, right? Shy? Is that no, what it is? it's just like... I don't know. You just have a sweet demeanor. She is the sweetest. I know. We played cards against humanity. Is that what it was called? Oh, no. Up at the lake one time? Yeah. That gets dangerous. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's a I haven't game. laughed. Honestly, I don't know if I've laughed that hard. Really? Ever I've in my life or since. Ever I want to play with life. you. And to watch Ashley play I bet. I, it's was like, half the fun. Her. I bet. I bet. <laughs> she was like... Red, she wouldn't say it. Yeah, no, oh she wouldn't do it. And, and everybody like, always gave me words with like cuss words. Oh, my <laughs> bad. gave me all the cards, and I'm like, Trey, you can read it. Yeah, like, no, I mean, she's like the sweetest person you'd yeah. ever know. That would be my point. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't yeah. see that as a, a demeanor thing. Yeah. Like, it was, but it was yeah. honestly awesome. Like, in <laughs> school, I was an extrovert. Yeah. But. But I feel like even senior year, you were kind of more why did introverted. You, why have you went to the introvert side? I was so I was trying to be something I wasn't. Mm. Oh, okay, so it was so, more of a front than it really is who you yeah. were. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, at what point did you realize that you were trying to do that? Going into senior year, junior, end of junior, senior year. So you've changed then. So was that hard doing that when you were still in school? Because people thought one thing, and then you were yeah actually another. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when I started to like take my faith more seriously. Mm -hmm. and so. Um, yeah, lost a, a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. I remember yeah. you losing a lot of like, friends. I would walk into school, and my whole friend group that I used to hang out with would walk in, mm. you know, and not say anything to me and be right next to me. Yeah. So, like lockers, literally. Yeah, right yeah that's terrible. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So, let's talk about that because so this week's message was, mm -hmm. you know, he's talking about this whole idea of really generational legacy when it comes to passing on faith. Right. Right. And like the responsibility of, generational legacy, mm -hmm. right? So that Titus talks about what older men should do, what, you know, older women should mm -hmm. do, what younger women should do. And really it, this, this essence, there's an expectation. So right. there is an expectation that older men and older women will act differently than younger men and younger women mm -hmm. and, you know, all the way down. And there's this expectation that older men and older women will build into the younger generation, mm -hmm. right? Like the idea of going back and, and really, I think Titus, you know, Taylor, if you would add time, I think would hit on this. It wasn't just spiritual. I mean, it was like, teach him how to be a gentleman, right? Mm -hmm. Teach him how to be, mm -hmm. because again, I've said this, like one of the things you don't recognize is how many, um, older women mm -hmm. are not teaching their daughters how to be wives. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, that's, significant in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like as a man, you want to marry somebody to be a wife. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah. they teach them how to be great at sports and yeah. great at careers and great at lots of other things. But the whole wife aspect of it yeah. all, mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think it's taught. You know, no. I don't think, you know, even when I married Sherry, I mean, her mom was awesome, but her mom didn't teach her how to cook. Her mom didn't teach her any of those things. So really? I didn't know this until we got married. You know, we right. were the same way. I started dating when we were 15. I didn't know she couldn't cook. Yeah. You know, until she, like, she cooked one thing. I think it was macaroni or something. Oh, yes. But the point just is, it's like. You learned real quick. Again, should there be these expectations? Because I think we now live in a world where that has just been 
like we don't need it anymore or don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like do young women want any of those things or do young men want any of these things from an older generation or are they just looking at them saying, ah, we don't need it. We can do it on our own. Yeah. So part of what I want to talk to you guys about is one, the older generation is supposed to be somebody that you can look to, right? So somebody that you can, you know, get an example from. So you guys talked about no example in the high school mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. help you, you know, go through a relationship. Talk about an older generation of people, whether it was your parents or whether it was other people that could give you some sort of like, hey, this is something that we could look at and something that we could do. Did you seek that out? You know, did you like in your mind, did you like, okay, here's an older couple, we need to learn from them? Or was mm-hmm. it just kind of looking at it from a distance? Because scripturally, it would say it has to go both ways. It would have to be the younger generation seeking out the older generation and the older generation being available. Right. Right. Those two things, Mm -hmm. you know, inside of us. So maybe talk about, and maybe this could be individually, you know, what Mm -hmm. does it look like individually? And then what did it look like collectively? Did you see it? Did you seek it out? Did you have somebody there? Mm -hmm. Do you still have somebody there with you? Or how did that even go, you know, and did you learn it from your parents or kind of give us a a picture Mm -hmm. of that? Um, I would say, like, so it's kind of sad, too. Like, you look at so many kids our age now, and, like, so many of their parents aren't together anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're both so fortunate because we both have both yeah. our parents still together, like, the only people they've ever been with, like, married-wise. And even our grandparents on both sides oh, wow. of both of our families. So, like, we've been able to see that. Um but I feel like personally for myself, I've grown up with parents and I'm really blessed, but they have done such a great job at showing like what a Christian marriage looks like. And so like from both sides of it. So like I've always grown up with an, a standard because I've seen mm-hmm. how my dad's treated yeah. my mom. So mm. I'm like, yeah. this, I'm not getting anything less than That's this. That's amazing. And so, um, and also with my mom, like I, she has been there like, through our whole relationship, just helping me and just being there to listen or like all of that. So I just feel really thankful that I've grown up seeing parents that have been an example and then are also like so supportive of us and just like genuinely want what's best for us. So, Mm -hmm. so do you think that some of your expectation of what your future husband would be came from your father? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I just love the way, like I see him treat my mom. So it's like, that's always been my standard. I'm like, I'm not accepting anything less than the way that I've seen him be an example for me type mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah. yeah. And so do you think that from the standpoint of with your mom, do you mm-hmm. think your mom, and again, this isn't to say good or bad, but do you think in those conversations was it intentional? Cause I'm trying to help an audience understand mm-hmm. because sometimes it naturally happens, right? Mm-hmm. So some people naturally have a good relationship right. with their parents and they kind yeah. of just naturally talk about it. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have that? Or did your mom specifically seek out and say, okay, I want to train you mm-hmm. to be a wife someday. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to do some certain things with you that you might not see that that's important today, but mm-hmm. I want to train mm-hmm. you up. So I'm going to specifically, you know, go through these processes to help you become a great wife or mm-hmm. to help you with the expectations of what is a godly wife? Mm-hmm. You know, did like she seek you out? Did you seek her out or did it just naturally happen? I feel like she's always just been very intentional. Like she intentionally like wants to hear how I'm doing, how things are going, like what things can be better. 
And yeah, I feel like it's been very intentional on her part. And then like, I know that I can come to her about Mm. things too. So I feel like it's been a lot on her part, like coming here to me and being like, okay, I'm here for you type of thing. And then it's, because of that, I feel like I'm able to go to her. Okay. Kind of like an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Yeah. So it was helpful. more of a organic training than it yes. was a specific training. Right. Yeah. Meaning that. It like, happened on its own. Do what? It happened on its own. Yeah. Meaning like you, you would ask, like, I have a question. What does it look like to be a wife? Or maybe you're going to ask these things someday and your mom was there to be able to answer the question. But I also feel like, like she's purposely like talk to me about things okay. too, like to prepare me. So I feel like kind of both. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's cool. Yeah. Mitchell, how about for you? Um, same thing with the parents. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've had a, an example of what a marriage should look like, mm-hmm. you know, and putting God first in your marriage. And, um, I mean, we've, you know, we've had foster kids and right. parents were missionaries. Mm, so, yeah. like, you know, it's very evident to me, like what, surrounding your wants are for Mm -hmm. what God wants for you. So I feel like that's kind of helped me realize um, what a relationship looked like. And then I feel like I have a really good relationship with my parents. So, I mean, sometimes they'll ask me, you know, and try to, like, help me with what's going on. Or I, I can go to them and I know that. They'll be there for me. But my mom also, I hated it. But <laughs> no, yeah. she used to she used to make a make us cook dinner oh, every week. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jen's night. a big trainer. I, yeah. Like, that's kind her. of her. Yeah. yeah, and like when I was little, like yeah. she taught me how to sew. So we have yeah. the same birthday. His you mom and, Jen, and I. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the yeah. same name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So and then my dad um, has always taught me, you know, like how to work on a house and how to right. do all that stuff. And That's so cool. Yeah, see, Jen and Sherry went through the same thing together. It's called shepherding a child's heart or something like that. Okay. And I mean, it was like serious. Oh, wow. Like serious. Like they need to learn these things. They need to do these things. And I mean, it was like. So you're he gonna, learned those things. You're gonna, well, I don't know how it played out in their relationship, but I mean, mm-hmm. the shepherding the child's heart would just say, it's your job as a wife to train oh. your daughters to be wives. And there's a role. Yeah. And that wasn't very popular. Yeah. So Sherry would teach a class here called Shepherding a Child's Heart oh, no. and teach people how to be wise. Oh, man. Nobody liked it. Well, she's just like, you need to learn to cook, clean, take care of your husband, do these things. And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Like, that's not. And, and again, she would go over the whole, like, biblically, the role of right. a wife is to take care of the house. Now. Proverbs 31 says she worked and took care of the house, like mm-hmm. did it, but it wasn't in opposite order, right? Proverbs right. 31 says she took care of her house, mm-hmm. she took care of her kids, and she went and worked, you know? And so she would teach that concept, and no, it was not accepted very well. Well, I feel like to now it would be even worse. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Today. So for a lot of young women yes. that would come to her and go through that class, she would be like, yeah. oh, no. I'd be yeah. not because fun to it's sit well through. because it's just different. But in their mind, they were you know, and Jen went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Dad Victor is the one who led it, you know, and yeah. essentially said like, "We have to train our kids. Mm-hmm. Like if we're gonna get there, you have to." And sounds like yours happened organically. I know with your mom, it wasn't always organic, you know, where she <laughs> was gonna be not. like, "That was my <laughs> yeah. point." Like, there's gonna be a specific training. Like, there's some skills. Mm-hmm. That, that you guys need. If you're going to be a husband someday or you're going to be a wife someday, there are some skills mm-hmm. or some things that you need to know, you know, and to be part of that like that, being a gentleman, that's not 
that's something that's taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something yeah, that sure. you watch yes. somebody do and you learn it and it's an expectation. Yeah, because it's if not you're, seen anywhere around the world today. No, that's mm-hmm. my point. Yeah. But I, I mean, Mitchell wouldn't understand how to be a gentleman if first if his father wasn't one. Yeah. And second, mm-hmm. if his father didn't hold him to a standard of being a gentleman. The yeah. same with his mother. Like, how do you treat women? Right. And how do you handle mm-hmm. being around women? I mean, that's taught. Yeah. Good you know, parenting. and so that's that's my point. It's something that's like mm-hmm. we have to teach it because the world is not teaching people how to be a gentleman and they're teaching. <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like complete opposite of that. Right. Well, I mean, and yeah, it's teaching. Would, go ahead. I would get made fun of for yeah. in high school. And for There was so many girls know. that were like, he treats you so good. And I'm like. This is how he's supposed to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, right. what? Right. So. Uh, yeah, I would get crap for it all the time. Right. No, I, I would agree. you whipped. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, oh, that's I it. Yeah. yeah, you heard all those names. Well, yeah. that's the, but again, that's the thing that we got to change. So that's why I brought right. it up. So one, mm-hmm. so you guys saw a role. So you saw the Titus model to a certain extent where mm-hmm. you're the mm-hmm. older generation went to the younger generation. What do we do, or in you guys' minds? So you guys are an exception to the rule. You both said it. You both have Christian parents Mm -hmm. in the same home with a purpose, and they're pouring into their kids. What about the rest of the generation of people? What does a a young girl do when she doesn't have a father at home? Mm. What does a young man do when he doesn't have a father at home? What does it look like, or what advice can we give, you know, to— a younger generation that doesn't have, because honestly, that's the normal, mm-hmm. right? You guys would be considered abnormal today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, parents, both parents in the home, mm-hmm. both parents caring and both parents training, mm-hmm. right? Like that, right. that would be abnormal. So how do we, one, how do we curb this or how do we help get this on the right track? Because I would hear both of you say a number of your friends don't even know what this is like, Mm -hmm. right? Like what you just said, they would have no idea what that looks like. So what do you, in you guys' mind, how do we help young girls your age, young men your age to understand this if they don't have fathers and mothers that are giving them to them? What -hmm. what can we do or what can you guys do or what does this look like to be able to help change this or are we just screwed? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, because honestly, sometimes I've got to this yeah. place of just yeah. saying, you know, we talk about a lot of solutions, but yeah. as long as it keeps going down this road, we're screwed. Uh, yeah, it's looking no. pretty doomsday. So pretty question, rocky. Did yeah. that, that question makes sense, yeah. you know, because yeah. we do, are dealing with mm-hmm. generationally oh, yeah. a lot of people who don't have, mm-hmm. you know, those examples. So thoughts, mm-hmm. Ashton, since you're the talker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, I mean, maybe advice to... I have some thoughts. Okay. So I think, I mean, as it says in Titus, like if it's not your own parents, it would be a Christian mom or something like that. So I guess if they're in the church, then the older women in the church should be seeking them and helping them. But if not, then to look for somebody that you've bonded with or just somebody that can help you. Yeah, well, that'd be a great question. So Ashley, do you think the majority of young girls your age are in church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Because that was my point. Like, yeah. I would agree with you. So, I mean, I just yeah. wonder, are they not even in church? Oh, probably not. No. There's so many that aren't. So, other than that, I don't know. So, I guess it goes back to we're screwed. Make a TikTok and help them. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, I feel like so many people our age anyways are like, if they don't have an example of something, like, they're looking at social media. Yes. Or, 
like they're searching for it. Like they know there's a possibility for something to be different, Mm -hmm. but they're searching for it in the wrong places. And it's not like genuinely good advice that people are just putting out there kind of thing. So they're getting the wrong ideas from it and thinking they have to be somebody they're not too, I think. Mm -hmm. But like if they don't have that example growing up, I think the biggest thing is for them to see an example. Like, I don't know really, like, it's so hard to, just, like, living that out. Like, we always pray that, like, we can be an example for somebody, like, even one person. And so it's, like, I feel like for us, because we grew up seeing an Mm -hmm. example of it, and that is what changed it so much for us and, like, put us on the right track. But it's, like, other people, like, you'll hear all the time, like, know your worth, all this kind of stuff. What's that look like? Though? Yeah, right. Like right. actually seeing what that looks like is a completely different thing than just telling somebody something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think being able to actually physically see an example of it and just see how people interact differently than like what you're being told, I guess. Right. And I mean that one, your friend said that mm-hmm. he was being so nice. So yeah. clear, clearly they're looking at your relationship and seeing something mm-hmm. different. So maybe down the road when they get in a bad relationship or something happens and they'll know this isn't right because of what you said yeah. and then go to you, your Facebook page or Instagram or whatever, TikTok, and look to see how you're living your life. What? What do you mean? What is that? What you just said? That, like that's the only way they're going to be able to see how she lives her life is going to TikTok. No, I just said that would be a way that they would. <laughs> no, no, I was like, maybe this is true. Maybe this is true. Maybe oh, everybody's yeah. like, I want to see how Mitchell's living, so I'm going to go look at his TikTok. Yeah, there's I nothing mean, there. <laughs> or whatever. People do that though. People like post stuff about relationships and stuff on TikTok. Really, Christian relationships. Um, what's the? Are you on TikTok? What's the? Okay, uh, I've been sad. looking at like wedding ideas. Let's okay, Sadie, are you sad. on it? No, not Sadie. Are you on it? No, I don't have blonde anything. hair. They have a bunch of babies, girls. Savannah, yes. something. Yes, and the, the guy that used to be on um, Duck Dynasty. T- nope, no. That's I love Duck Dynasty. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, not her. Not her. No. Yes, it's somebody um, else. The but point. they do it. They show a good example of Christian relationship. And you think, again, I, we're gonna, we so are going to get way off the subject here. <laughs> You're telling me that somebody would go on their phone yes. to look for yeah. how to, oh my you God. You can Google, Google it. Change. Yeah, I have Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's yeah. so bad. The Bible is not the first rose resort. No. Or even like, hey, guys, you want to talk? Like in no a relationship yeah, I, of... No. No, that's all too. They would definitely, I think, do that first before they would ask it was someone more, to like, talk. I feel like in high school, like people would talk more, but it's like once you're out of high school, it's I feel weird. like it's harder. Yeah. Like so you're people, saying if they know. don't put their relationship on social media... Mm-hmm. Right, like how they're doing their relationship. Okay. That that's how people are going to learn from them. So if they don't do it, I mean, not necessarily. Well, that's what we said. I think she's meaning for. like if you like aren't around them in like, yeah. real life. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like obviously, still in real life, like when you're with people. Yeah. Like in but maybe life. like in real, yeah. like <laughs> maybe here, this girl yeah. went to college and then she got into that relationship and then she remembers what she said. So then she would go back because she's thinking of her and just see if she has anything on her page. Yeah, that's just a huge surprise. Or anything she's following. Like I would just assume like whoever you're around or whoever you're with, like you're going to seek those people out and you're going to be like, hey, Mitchell, like I'm struggling. Unless she doesn't have somebody like that yeah. around her. That's my point. Like yeah. I just so weird to me. Like, yeah. Or I would call you and 
like, hey, you know, you want to get together. But like, what if it changed. wasn't somebody that I was like super close with? Yeah. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So I again, you're you're giving into all of what Nick has preached for yeah. all of his life. It's this true. is that from a social media perspective, I mean, he's saying like we could have huge influence yes. if you put more of that stuff out there because people are looking at it. I'm like, who the Frick is looking at it because I wouldn't think anybody would go searching for anything. Like, I just don't see that. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, that just completely surprised me. Like, maybe a recipe, but not like on how to, you know what I'm saying? Not like a no. no, You Google everything. Who's you? I feel like I'm not just me. I feel like a lot of people Google stuff, look on TikTok for stuff. That's how the people learn stuff. Okay. YouTube. Okay telling you times have changed no you're right but so this is <laughs> so we got to get somewhere with this so mitchell your thoughts on because i think we would agree with this maybe a lot of your friend group probably <laughs> isn't at a place where spiritually they're even where they need to be no. oh no right like no so part of our problem is number one they don't have parents that are giving them examples right, right? Mm-hmm. what a godly marriage looks like and they're not in relationship with anybody that's going down that road to begin with, Mm -hmm. right? So what is our, how do we help this problem? I guess, first of all, why aren't we reaching your generation? Why can't we reach your friends? Why aren't they coming to church? Selfishness. (laughs) Um, Well, actually. uh, Oh, you got an answer. I do. (laughs) So, you know, we talked about how, you know, the older generation should reach a younger Mm -hmm. generation. I feel like the younger generation now doesn't listen to the older generation because they yeah. have the mindset of it's different now than it was, so you don't know. Yeah. So I think that uh, the younger generation that has it, I mean, not figured out, but, you know. They think they have yes. figured out. Yeah. You know, they know everything. Uh, the, the younger generation that's going to the Bible for their uh, information, mm-hmm. I think those should be the people who are giving advice to the uh, people our age, you okay. know, because I feel like um, – I mean, even for me, like if I were to go to a small group and I had a six-year-old leading it, and he was saying about how in high school— A six-year-old? Yeah, <laughs> like me. An example. So that, I see what you're saying. You Wait, didn't want to say 50 right. because you knew yeah, that was my I age. I thought he said six-year-old. I thought he said six. No, he well, said 60. I was going to listen to a six-year-old. Okay, if I, 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 know, I thought he said six. I was like, I'm going to listen to a six-year-old. I thought I laughed as hard as I did. You wouldn't listen to an older person. No, because— I mean, what? yeah, you went through it, but I feel like we have the mindset of it wasn't in what today's society is, so yes. it's not applicable. Okay. You know? Uh, you don't think so? No. I don't, okay. No, you should share this because I think you're, yeah. I think Keep you're going. right. Keep going. Um, so, yeah. like, what? So, Trey, my younger yeah. brother, for example, you know, his friends are you know, want nothing to do with church. You say church and they mm-hmm. run away. Right. Right. So I had me, me and we've talked about how can we get them not in church, but how yeah. can we get them to know yeah. about God? Yeah. So right. um, like we, Isaac and I were leading a small group with them. And lately it's been that small group, like we're going through starting point, but we kind of rail off uh, and talk about, just random things, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. because these guys, unfortunate mm-hmm. as it is, like they don't, I mean, they don't have any role models. Right. You know? So sad. And right. so like, I'm only a couple years older than them, but in a sense, I feel like mm. 
I'm trying to be their role model for them because they have nothing to look to. And then they don't, I mean, they're grown up in a home where they never go to church. They never, mm-hmm. you know, their parents are divorced or they fight or they, you mm. know, they're always drunk or, right. you know, all that stuff. So it's like, how can I, even though I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, like, I'm still trying to figure it out right. really hard. But right. like, I feel like if people our age that do have a general understanding of the mm-hmm. Bible, I mean, because I don't know a lot about the Bible. I mean, I know a no, decent right. amount, but, right. but I'm still able to, I know more than them, so I'm still able to share what I know. And I feel like, I mean, like there's one kid there who like, he is an atheist, so right. he wants. Oh, wow. You know, he doesn't believe in anything, right? And but he enjoys coming because it's not. I mean, well, I try to like preface that I'm not pushing faith on them, sure, mm-hmm. but um, I want them to know about it and how it looks like what it looks like in my life. Um, so yeah, it's like building that relationship with them, and then like yeah. having a relationship is easier to get like into them to tell them about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I just think that's a huge switch. I mean, when I was a, when I was their age, I was seeking out everybody that had already made it. I looked at somebody and I said, I want to be like that guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go meet with him. I'm going to have him mentor me because he did it. Like he made it. So yeah. I want somebody who's made it. I mean, my whole philosophy was I wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was 45 years old. And so I went out and there's, you know, in Monroe, I knew this guy and this guy and this guy. I'm like, I'm going to meet with him every week and I'm going to figure out how to be a millionaire. I don't think people do that anymore. Well, I just don't get, I mean, but again, like logically, let's think logically. Mm -hmm. Don't you think it makes sense to go to somebody who's already made it, right? Like they are where you want to be someday. And go through that, but that's not, that's what Mitchell's saying. Yeah, and then people don't know where they want to be. That's my point. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go back to, I think the point today is, is they don't want to be anywhere. Like, they're not searching out for this. Like, Mm -hmm. I had very specific, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be this, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be like this, and so I'm going to go search people out. Where today, I think it's like, I just want to exist. Like, I just want to get through. I just want to make it, you know, by. I kind of wonder if it's like, because I feel like you hear so much from, like going off what you had said is I feel like a lot of kids hear from an older generation like, oh, things used to be so different whenever mm. uh-huh. I was in that spot or we had it way harder than you. So I feel like they, the kids are probably automatically shutting down like, okay, then what why are you not going to teach me then? Because right, because right, you don't know. Right. Yeah, like, okay, if I have it so different, then how are you going to teach me kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So I think some people have that mindset of it. So maybe that's why. Are you about to sneeze? Are you going to cry? <laughs> oh, sneeze. I, I just sneeze. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I don't sneeze because then it's a mess to clean up. <laughs> she holds hers in. She holds hers in. I do too. Yeah. That's what I do. I do. She's going like, to have her brain aneurysm. I, no, I, I like, hold them that. in because he then I got to clean up a mess afterwards. Well, you didn't hold that in though. I did too. I felt like he sneezed. No. It kind of got all in his hat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Um, What was I saying? Yeah, now you're off track. I get distracted. Got her off track. No, you were talking about like this disconnect because... People were saying, like, uh, the kids can't relate yeah, because an old yeah. man's saying, well, we had it so much harder and it was so much different and yeah. we're so much better than you. Well, I'm not saying necessarily in every situation, but I feel no, like— No, I would agree. I think that happens yeah, a lot. Yeah. There's quite a few people that probably feel that way. Um, so I think that's probably why they go to somebody like Mitchell, like, a little bit older, mm-hmm. but has, like, had some more experience. But it's like they're still not getting that 
like not saying right. <laughs> like not saying that you don't have anything to teach them. But I mean, years like, of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, like they're not getting it from the way older group of people right. because they just mm-hmm. are shut down from them. So what about like during school? Like, do people look at the teachers and think that they're like they couldn't learn anything from them? Not necessarily like teachers. academics. <laughs> not necessarily not academics, but like. Do you look at them in the same way you would as somebody giving you advice? I think it depends on the teacher. I, I hated couple- pretty much all my teachers. Me too. I There was a select few that I liked because now and the few that I liked actually like wanted to be there for the kids. Yeah. Um, I think that's the difference now too because there's so many teachers that like we've had that like that we've had. Not necessarily. I'm not saying again, not right. all teachers, right. but there were quite a few that just like would read a PowerPoint that they copied from Quizlet. <gasps> like, they, it wasn't even their own material. No. Or you just walk into class and they're like, today's lessons on the computer. Canvas. Get on yeah. the computer. I That's all it is. just be a teacher. <laughs> you could be, you could be a substitute easy. Oh, yeah, substitute. But, like, then you had the teachers, like, that really did stick out to you because they actually cared. Uh-huh. Like, Jan Hildebrand, love oh, her. shout out. Yes, shout love out. her so much. She was one of my favorite teachers, and she just genuinely cared about every kid that she had. And That's you amazing. could see the difference, too. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I would say, again, I mean, these are maybe the things that we should pray about because I think it's, again, I think it's an epidemic problem. Yeah. Like, I think that, again, you just think of the, mini- the mi- minority right. that's mm-hmm. sitting in front of you right, right now. Like, this is a minority of kids that have had good guidance mm-hmm. that have, and, again, not have made perfect choices. Because that's the thing I want to make sure that we don't put a po- pass in this podcast right. is, is mm-hmm. that, I mean, Mitchell and Ashton are perfect people and have no. never not made no. mistakes. Right. The point just is they had examples to go to yep. when they made mistakes. Right. right? Like yeah. that's what we're all trying to figure out. We're all trying to figure out where to go mm-hmm. when we mess up. And so they had a place to go, mm-hmm. but it's a minority. The rest of their friend group or Isaac's friend group, mm-hmm. that age group of people, lots of them are mm-hmm. struggling with, just finding their own identity. They're not in church. They don't have role models to look at, you know. And so when we talk about this, this is the thing I always say about when when Taylor was talking about Scripture, you mm-hmm. know, this week with the whole Titus thing. This works if you live in a Christian culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, but the problem is, is you're saying this to a church of people living in a generation of where Christianity isn't evident Mm -hmm. at all, Mm -hmm. right? Like these things are so far removed, this whole idea of how a Christian man should act and a Christian woman should act and they can go down and help. I mean, this is like a inside of a Christian environment where they're, they're learning these things. So you're saying that like it's being taught, but it's being taught to people who aren't even living a Christian life. Well, I'm just saying, how do we do this? I'll just give you an example. Mm -hmm. Like what are they supposed to do with it? I mean, their friends aren't even in church and don't even know Jesus. Yeah. And we're saying, I'm not saying all your friends. (laughs) When you invite them, they don't, I mean, that's my point. After a certain point, I mean, I've reached out. No, that's my so point. Yeah. And it's just yeah. always a no. So right. at a certain point, it's when is Like, even when you remove every barrier, like, I will pick you up. Like, I'm here at your house. Come outside. No. No, right. That's yeah, my point. Yeah. So, so we're trying to apply <laughs> yeah. this, right? So this is what I'm trying to think of. So we're trying to say, like, take this Titus 2 model and mm-hmm. pass it on. Well, who are they going to mm-hmm. pass it on to? Yeah. Right? Because they don't have, like, who's going to be this? Now, they are, you know, and you guys can elaborate on this. So they're helping out children's youth areas here at Life to be able to build into a generation of Mm -hmm. young people, right? But they're 
they're the people around them are like, that don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and how do we move forward? Because right. I think there's such a big gap right now. That's the problem. There's mm-hmm. such a huge gap of the way that it should be to the way that we want it to be. And so I think that's what we really have to pray about. Cause I don't think that there is an answer. I would agree with Mitchell and Ashley. I'd agree with Isaac and Bree. I've tried to invite him. We try to get him here. We try to get, we try to help, but it's like, right. Nobody cares. That's sad. Would that be mm-hmm. fair to say? I mean, it's not like, no, nobody yeah. cares. I don't, yeah, they it's don't. pretty close to nobody. There's yeah. a I feel like there's field. just so many people like our age that just want to do their own thing. Like, yeah. they just don't care. No accountability. Yeah. 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 It's a, they, live, they live a shallow life and they're fine with living a shallow life. Right. I feel you know like I mean? they just grew yeah. up with like instant gratification. I really do think it's something like that because you guys are used to the phones, like more so than I was or even grew up to be. And with the phone, there's everything at your fingertips. You don't really have to have, you know, any relationships with anybody. If you really don't want to, everything's on your phone. So it's, you're but isolating yourself. Do you think that's yourself. what leads to the shallowness? Cause I've I heard know. Isaac talk about that before. Cause that's still, that's even weird. The to phone? Me. No, like the shallowness aspect, Oh, like how friends or people like that, that he knows his age are just living this shell of a life. And that's a shallow. Yeah. It's like nothing. It's there. sad. I mean, yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's what he would say. Like, breaks my heart seeing these people that, you know, I grew up with yeah. get to a point where they just are fine with, you know, being numbed out to the world all the time. And that's that's enough. For so them. you can't even like have a conversation with them or anything? Yeah, but it's shallow. Yeah, it's, right? it's surface level. Surface level. At best. Right. If you can. And right. I And whenever like I've been with them that friend group when they do hang out they're on their phone until they're under the influence of something then they start to talk yes (laughs) no because that gives them a way to talk because they're so used to being on their phones they don't know how to not so they gotta get high to talk yeah drink yeah i truly believe this in every case seriously no yeah because i mean i used to drink to like come out of my shell more Cause I used to not, I know it's hard to imagine, but (laughs) like, yes, because when you are so used to your phone, you can, like we said one time, like when we're like, say we're out to dinner, Mm -hmm. it's really quiet. Somebody picks up their phone cause they're awkward. You know what I mean? Or in a car or something, you just turn to it in moments of awkwardness. And I feel like we've gotten used to that. Yeah, no, I, I'm not disagreeing with right, you. All no, I, yeah. so, but what I am saying is what I, here's what I think. So maybe this is what we should put out there. I think that if we could put it out there where like a call to young Christian adults, you know, to get together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's going to start with that because that's the other mm-hmm. part of it is, is that I think you have to get young Christian adults. Cause I think part of the thing we're like, go out and evangelize, go out and evangelize, but you really need a group of young Christian adults that you can relate with, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. are the same age that mm-hmm. you can, yeah. that you can right. spend time together. And so that's why I've said, great that you guys are doing a small group, but mm-hmm. they should be in a small group, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. of, of their age. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And if it's somebody more age appropriate teaching instead of somebody older, then that's what we need to do. Because I do think that there is a collectiveness of bringing those people together yeah. that at least gives them what they need to get through. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we can keep praying for those. Cause honestly, what are you going to do to somebody that doesn't care? Right. It's other hard. than pray for them. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing else we can do. Yeah. I mean, they can, don't want it for themselves. Right. right. That's what I mean. You can yeah. be salt and light, right. you know, to the world by the way that you live. But at the same time, 
you know, if, if we bring young Christian adults together, because I think that's the other thing that's maybe missing today is, is that, mm-hmm. yeah, there's you know, no community. I feel right. Like. That's I what don't I'm even saying. really like at our own church, like, I don't really even know anybody our age very much. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Genuinely, but, like, I don't really know yeah. anybody. Like, right. But that would be my point. So yeah. my point has got to start with a desire for young Christian yes. couples. Mm-hmm. To be in community, yeah, right, or and just Christian young Christian singles. Either they way, should have but their own youth, or not youth, but the whole young adult thing. Anything that just gives them the ability to gather, right? You know, and I do think it's different. I think when you're a couple, you want to be together. Like, yeah, I never wanted to be like Sherry and I did one small group together, and I'm like, that's it. It was awful. <laughs> I'm just like, I ain't meeting with a bunch of women <laughs> because you sat in a room and all the women talked and all the men were like, oh yeah, I'm bad. <laughs> Nobody ever said anything. Yeah. So so I always did a men's groups uh-huh. since I've been 20 years old. So I did men's groups and she did women's groups. Yeah, because it's like not beneficial for you. Well, I don't know. The men never talk. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get in a yeah. I gotta get in a group where the guys are gonna say yeah. something because yeah. the women just tend to have talk and they have their whole thing. Does that ever happen with you guys? <laughs> yeah, right. The yeah. women that tend to take over. Either way, whatever it looks like, an opportunity to get to community. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. Life, from life church's standpoint, us offering it and you guys seeking it. Yeah, right? that's what needs you know, to happen. And trying to get it out there to get people out there. And honestly, if even if it's like a group of people, so because what would it be like if somebody your age, Ashley, but she's not married, but she could come to a, a young adult group and she mm-hmm. could learn mm-hmm. at that aspect. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she is coming. So we could just say, you know what, God, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We've tried. They're not coming. But for the ones who are, because I'll bet you today that there are young adults here searching. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, here sure. at and the church? Yeah, like at the church. Yes. Even yeah. the people like you're explaining about, like, they just don't want to have anything to do with it. It's like some of them just are numbing themselves out to the world, but like, they still want to feel something, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird. I just—it's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just want to understand it. No. Yeah. Sounds like we just need to have a thing here. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I would agree with her. I mean, part of the reason yeah. that people numb themselves out of the world because they are searching and they can't right. find it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, part of that is that—I mean, you could explain that better right. than anyone. Exactly. But I think a lot of people go down those mm-hmm. roads. But anyway, that would be some things that we could be praying about, some things that mm-hmm. give you guys a chance. Because the thing that I want to do over the next five years is give young adults a platform. Because you can say salt yes. and light, right? Like we can say we want them to be salt and light, but if there's no platform, mm-hmm. how does anybody know? Right. Right. So we have to say, like, how do we give young adults, you know, a platform to be able to, yeah. so people can see, so people can be a part of, so some you know, people can get involved with so that Ashley would know that there actually are other young adults here, right? Because you yeah. wouldn't I know. know. They yeah. are. I just don't know them personally. Right. <laughs> no, I know. But but yeah. but the point would be is, is that like if we, if young adults, so back to what Titus says, if you have a heart to give people what the, let's just look at it this way. There are a lot of young women who don't have what you have and mm-hmm. desire it. Right. So what do we do about it? Mm -hmm. Right. And so what would it look like for Ashley to get involved with some of those and maybe introduce, maybe Heather could be, you know, the mom or help out with some of these other people that Mm -hmm. they don't have it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that I think, you know, could be out there. Cause I know when, when I used to do all the kids, small groups, you know, Mitchell was a part of this, like that's what Sherry did. She was the mom. Yeah. She cooked, she 
loved on them. She taught, I mean, that's what she did. She example. was the mom, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of them didn't. And so there was an example or an opportunity, but it was a platform. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I taught the small group. Yep. She was the mom, you know, and it was a platform to be able to see, for them to see Sherry and I interact because mm-hmm. that was part of our goal. Yeah. Our goal was to say, <clears throat> I want you to see a loving family, mm-hmm. right? So I want you to see, if you've never seen what it looks like for two people to love each other, I want you to see Sherry and I. If you've never seen what a household looks like that loves the Lord, this mm-hmm. is what it looks yeah, like. You know what I mean? Like give the platform. And so yeah. I think for this, this is what we're trying to figure out. It's mm-hmm. like a platform to be yeah. able to do that stuff and to be able to see those things, you know, happen in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to be praying for, yes. you know, with you guys. Dan, do we okay. have questions? Time. Yeah, we have two. We have two <laughs> we questions. We him looking around. Well, like, I know that one of them is, can, so do there's you a pray question together? time. Yeah. There's a mm-hmm. question time for mm-hmm. you guys that comes yeah, in from our us, audience. Do you pray together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Every night before Kat. bed. Do what? Kaylin Griffin asks, do you pray together? Every yes. night before bed? Mm-hmm. Really? Before bed. Do you really? On the yeah. phone, you call yeah, each other I, and do I it? FaceTime and pray together. When did you to. start doing yeah. that? Sometimes I fall asleep too early. So quick. When yeah. did you start doing that? We've it's tried. been a while. Yeah. Like a long time. We've tried to do it all forever. As much as your Snapchat street. <laughs> don't have, don't have Snapchat. Have Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was the other one? That was the only one I had. Oh, I okay. said there were two. Oh, I guess somebody did message in. That was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All, All right. right. So put the let, number up. Yeah. So let's end it with this. So we always end it with advice, right? So okay. what advice would you guys give? So we'll start with you, Jenny. Mm-hmm. Our conversation today, but based upon Titus. Based mm-hmm. upon what we're talking about, right. is, is we got to figure out how to be really, we got to figure out how to be salt and light, right? Mm-hmm. We got to figure mm-hmm. out how we can be on display for people to be able to help, you know, and that we have this huge gap right now. I mean, I think that's what we're saying. There's this huge gap. We're seeing a lot of kids mm-hmm. that don't have what you guys had. Right. What can we do? What can you do? How can we be better to, to help? you know, mentor, close Mm -hmm. the gap, do the things that God's called us to do. I think if anybody's in a position or has a platform, then they should use it. So coaches, so my cheerleading coach, when I was in high school, her and her husband (laughs) took us in and like did Christian things with us. So just like what you were saying, yes. Yeah. We would have um, small groups every certain night and then we would do stuff before the game and after like praying or something. I can't really remember, but yeah. So I think just things like that, what you just said, people need to step up. Yeah. Use a platform. Mm -hmm. Good. Mitchell. Um, I think right now, especially for people our age is kind of get a community and open your home or your parents' home. Feel free parents. Uh, (laughs) Or your new apartment. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think that there's like, it just opens like a vulnerability kind Mm -hmm. of when you're doing it. Yeah. In a house together, not, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on community. Yeah. Good. Um, I would say like, especially for girls, set a standard because I think there's a lot of people that are just taking whatever they can get. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, if you have a set standard for yourself, then you're not going to accept anything less than that. So like Mm. you're, you know, you're going to be getting what you deserve. Right. I'd say set a standard. Yeah. I would say be intentional. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always said, like, if you're not going to be intentional and it's not in your plan or it's not in your time, you're never going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So I would say mm-hmm. if we want to follow the model of what Scripture says, it says, and we have to seek it out. Yeah. You know, so I should be, you know, I've always said this, should always be seeking somebody ahead of you 
somebody with you and somebody behind you, right? Mm -hmm. And they should always have that. So your week should always look like I'm seeking somebody's wisdom, somebody ahead of me. And that can look in a lot of different ways, reading books, listening right. to podcasts, talking to an actual person. There should be somebody that you're mentoring at your own age, like mm -hmm. somebody that you're connecting with that you can learn from and you can share life because there's life experience between. Yes. You're right. The guy that's down the road, it's hard to say, I want to kill my kids right now because they're three years old and I don't know how to raise them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that person down the road can say so much, but they're still not in it, you know, with you. And mm -hmm. so... It's fun to be able to share experiences with the people that are around you, you know, yeah. and then the always, you know, if we don't go back and bring a generation along with us, then what legacy will you ever leave? You know, right. and so I think if you practice those principles and you're intentional about it, and the only way you're going to be intentional is, is in your calendar. Mm -hmm. Show me in your calendar mm -hmm. where you're being intentional with those three levels of relationships. And I think that's when God starts opening up the door. So I think part of our problem in the world today is we talk too much. Oh, you know, yeah. we talk a lot about what the problem is, but we're, t we're not intentional at all about changing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, let's talk, but we'll have to walk out of here with a plan. So then this is what I think God does. Then I think our obedience opens up the hearts of people who were hardened. Yeah. Things we could never get to. Right. Right. Because we're doing our part. Mm -hmm. Right. I think part of the problem with us today is we talk so much about the problem, but we're not trying to do anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like doing the things that God, that we can do. Mm -hmm. You can go ahead and you can ask somebody and you can go back. Like you can do that. Do what only you can do. Right. And then trust God for the things that you can't do, which is what we've talked about. You've invited, you've tried, they're not coming. It's a generation of people that are lost, generation of people who don't have parents to be able to look at. I can't fix that. Like we can't fix right. that problem. Right. There's no fixing that problem, but we can, by being intentional, allow God to fix the things that we could never do. So that would be mine. Be intentional. Go ahead of you. Find somebody that's been down the road. Find somebody around you that mm -hmm. you can share life with and always go back and bring a generation along with you, you know, in your mm -hmm. journey. Okay. End us up with a number. All right. So our phone number that is on the screen, that is 403-8383. Yes, I got it right. You said 403. You said 408. What did I? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right. 408 <laughs> But anyways, no, you said four zero three. Oh, but either way, it's okay. You okay. got I, it. I, I missed. Got I it. didn't round out the eights. You know, I just left them hanging. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. it's okay. okay. You got Extra. it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I missed the C's on the it. Okay, it. but we have this phone number, just like what we um, texted for the question that have you prayed or are you, do you pray together? Mm -hmm. We send those questions to find out for our next guest. We ask for you to ask us any questions, comments, concerns. If you want to be a guest, if you know a guest. Really anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then we put this out on Wednesdays or Thursdays and sharing Wednesday it. Wednesday or? Wednesday or Thursdays. Yeah. Oh. Depends on my day. <laughs> people are like dying for the download on Wednesdays. Oh, well, Do you, you can't. Yes, you can download it. People. Yes, it's always available on Wednesdays. Okay. Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Okay. But when we put it out on social media to share, oh, comment, got it, got like, any, mm -hmm. like that, anything like that, because that is a way of evangelizing. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's the way you can help support this is, again, one, you know, if you see some of these comments, take them and share them because I want you to yeah. post. It's a way, again, something I didn't think was true, but, you know, these words in other people's feeds can be something that, you right. know, can help, you know, and again, get more people to listen. Now that we have you guys on a guest, I'm sure that our 
our popularity is now skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. Right? We're gonna be oh, out. Of Mitchell. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We're gonna be out the roof. So if oh, anybody yeah. wants their autograph, they'll be here on Sunday. Your boss is in, already in, expecting in, one. in the back waiting to be able to get That's autographs. Hilarious. So again, uh, yeah. Ashley and Mitchell, thank you. Again, mm-hmm. we're going to be praying for you guys as you go through this journey because I've always said, like, if we can help young people get it right, like, and you guys can be salt and light into the world, I just think... That's the way we're going to help change things is, oh, is yeah. just keep Absolutely. raising up a generation to change a generation. So thanks for being here. We'll be praying mm-hmm. for you guys. And again, thanks to everybody who is either watching or listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.